0: Hey there and welcome to the first episode of the Purpose and Profit podcast. I'm Jess Sato, your host, and I am absolutely thrilled to finally be bringing this podcast to life. Over the last year or so, I have been mulling over this question in my mind of is a podcast right for my business? And in conversations with colleagues, my coach, mentors, Over and over, the answer that kept coming back to me is, it's not the right time. And so I set it aside until the next time the urge came in. And over the last couple of weeks, this urge to really lean in and bring this podcast to life finally felt right. So this podcast is really the culmination of my entrepreneurial journey, the work I've been doing around purpose and impact, and bringing in all the pieces around my TEDx experience as a speaker coach. I really want to bring you the heart and soul of what it looks like to be a purpose-driven business that is actually out there making the impact that they really want to make in the world. So this podcast is for business owners, for founders and CEOs who really want to use their business to make the world a better place. Before we dive in, I wanna address why I think now is the right time. If you've been following me for the last year or so or really any length of time, you already know that I have a very active blog and a very strong social media presence. Those are two things that I've had quite frankly, since I launched my original online business over five years ago. But as I have started talking more and more about the importance of using your voice and really leveraging your mission and your business to do good things in the world, I kept finding that I couldn't quite, I couldn't quite convey the emotion and the intensity of the feeling I had around the importance of this work just through written word alone. I really needed to be able to say with my mouth the things that were really important. And so here I am, finally ready to talk about what impact can look like and do for your business. In terms of what this podcast will look like going forward, I'm really going to be focused primarily on business strategy using operations as a tool for creating impact, how to grow and build your team, because they are vital to scaling the impact that you're trying to have. And then how do we do all the critical business functions, revenue generation, and all of that? I really want to encourage you as we're digging into those particular topics to hold the line around two different and somewhat competing ideas. And that is how do we maximize purpose and profit? As we dive in, I wanna break these concepts down a little bit because I think it's really important to recognize why I'm holding that tension between these two pieces. First, profit. That probably seems somewhat obvious, right? I mean, we cannot run a business if we're not making money. And quite honestly, you cannot have the impact that you really want to have in the world if you're not making money. So we have to do those foundational things in our business to generate revenue. That means making offers, being visible, being incredibly clear about how you help people and doing all of that from a consistency perspective and really being consistent in those efforts. But making money isn't the only thing that matters. And it's probably not the only thing that got you into doing this business in the first place. It's purpose that draws clients to us. It's purpose that motivates us to keep going. It's purpose that allows us to really start to set ourselves apart in the marketplace. The thing is, customers want more from us as business owners than just to see us make money. They wanna know that their time, their money, their energy, and all of those things are supporting businesses that are doing good things in the world. Now, I should probably be clear here and say that there is absolutely nothing wrong with making money. In fact, I am all about making money. Most of us are in business. I am in business because we need to make money and we want to make money. But the beauty of the conversations that we're going to be having here is that you can make money in your business and make a difference in the world. So you're going to hear me use a lot of different kinds of terms social entrepreneur, social impact, purpose driven business. All of these are terms that are at the core about Holding that tension and trying to find the right balance for you as a business owner. Now, what does it mean to be a purpose driven business? And I think this is a really important question because there are a lot of ways and shapes that this can take. And the first way that you can see this playing out is by taking a stand on a political or social issue that really lights you up. For example, maybe you are passionate about issues related to racial justice. Maybe you're passionate about closing the gender equality. Maybe it's LGBTQIA plus issues or environmental issues, whatever the nature of those issues are. If they fall into that political or social environmental realm, there is this tendency to spark. Some controversy. And the key here is that you don't have to be divisive in your stance. You can actively want to close gaps in those spaces and draw people into that process with you. The second form that this sometimes takes is around trying to shift a narrative. So if you are in an industry that has some commonly held beliefs, And the longer you've been in that industry, you've started to recognize that the way you think and feel about the issues or the things that you're seeing just aren't resonating with you anymore. And you're moving more into this contrarian point of view. And you really want to make that kind of narrative shift so that other people are benefiting beyond yourself, beyond your business. That could be potentially you stepping into that purpose-driven space. And lastly, and I think maybe most importantly, purpose-driven work can be very local. I think there's this tendency to think that we have to be big and global. And I know I talk about that a lot because I care a lot about women globally, particularly in developing countries. But a lot of the work starts locally. So If you are working for a client base that is deeply enmeshed in your local community and you want to do things to support that client base, looking around, figuring out what are the organizations that you need to partner with? Could you hold a fundraiser? Could you volunteer your time? All of those things move you into that purpose-driven space. It allows you to have an impact that goes beyond your business and the direct clients you're serving. So Purpose-driven is a very large term, can encompass a lot of different concepts. And one of the beautiful things about this is that you get to decide what purpose-driven looks like for your business. If you take nothing else away from this conversation, I want you to hear that you get to decide and that impact and being purpose-driven doesn't have to be complicated. Now, with all of that said, I want to put one big asterisk. When I say that you get to decide, you do get to decide what purpose-driven looks like, but you don't really get to make the choice about whether being a purpose-driven business or having a stated purpose is for you. Why do I say that? Because impact and purpose are becoming increasingly important and becoming increasingly required from the customer perspective. Like I said earlier, customers are looking for businesses to do good in the world. They don't want to support businesses that are just in it to make money. So when you think about the benefit to you as a business beyond that intrinsic motivation of being a critical part of closing gaps in society or in your local community or on behalf of your client base, there are a lot of really important numbers and data and details that we'll dive into as we go on this journey together. But there are a couple that I wanna bring to the forefront right off the bat because I think they showcase just how impactful being a purpose-driven business can be and how it starts to set you apart from your competitors. 76% of consumers refuse to buy a product or service from a company that supports an issue that is contrary to their beliefs. So again, you get this sense that you can use your purpose and your mission to draw the right people into your business and repel the people that you don't want to serve. You also see that when companies have a clearly defined purpose... And a desire to do good in the world, they have a 42% higher return on sales. They're also growing three times faster than businesses that don't have a purpose. Now, I don't know about you, but I am all about a 42% higher return on sales. I'm all about growing three times faster than my peers. So you can see that there are some real financial implications to being a purpose driven business and really starting to embrace this idea of using your business as a force for good. So what does all this mean for your business? I want to give you three questions that will allow you to start to think about or expand on this. If you've already started to embrace this approach, the first is what kind of change do you want to see in the world? So think about an issue that is personally important to you and The third question is, what are you already doing in this space? So one of the issues that I care deeply about is around menstrual equality and making sure that women in all walks of life, of all socioeconomic statuses, of all different places throughout the world, that they all have access to high quality, accurate, medically sound information about their menstrual cycle and that they have the supplies they need to effectively manage their period. Because the reality is there are many, many women and young girls who are actively being pulled out of society every single month, kept from going to school every single month, because they don't have access to the supplies they need to be safe and sanitary, and because of social stigmas. So these these are issues that are deeply important to me, And I've been doing things locally on my own. So engaging in advocacy efforts, volunteering my time with a local organization called Days for Girls, donating money in my client's name, in my own name, as a way to further the mission of the good work that they're doing. So where does business come into this process? Well, I already hinted that the work I do allows me to fund this kind of support beyond just my own personal boundaries. It allows me to create a ripple effect by supporting the women in my client base as they are trying to grow their business. All of these things matter. So when we bring these pieces together, you can start to see almost a Venn diagram style what it's like to merge your personal passion around issues or challenges or gaps or opportunities and the skills, the way in which you do business, the types of clients you serve, you merge those together. And that's where you start to be able to use your business for good and expand on the impact that you personally alone can have. So I want to set the stage for what's to come as you're marinating on these issues, we're gonna keep diving into what does it look like to really embrace this idea of impact? How do we weave impact and impactful practices and initiatives into our businesses? How do we measure the effectiveness? How do we communicate the work that we're doing so that A, people know and can be galvanized and drawn into the work that we're doing and can be part of that process, ideally expanding the movement, but also to showcase and use that as part of your business's competitive advantage. There's nothing wrong when we're doing this from a place of authenticity and empowerment and really trying to move the needle forward. From a podcasting perspective, every week you're gonna get at least one short snippet from me. My goal is to keep these raw and real you're not going to have an overly produced, overly edited kind of conversation. That means there's going to be baubles in my words. That means that there will be a little bit mistakes here and there. But my goal is to keep it real. And quite honestly, this idea of production and really trying to fancy it all up is one of the reasons that kept me from doing this whole thing over the last four or five years. So, real, raw, short, honest. And as we are growing, as issues start to come up, we may shift and morph and and grow together in this process. So I want to leave you with two things. One, thank you for listening. And if you love this, I hope you'll subscribe so that it comes directly to your inbox every single week. And second, and perhaps most importantly, be bold, be brave, and go make an impact in the world. Until next.